Judah and Matthew are dumpster people, and they occasionally use foul and inappropriate language. Listen at your own risk. Welcome to Brother Date. I'm Matthew. I'm Judah. This is one of them good mailbag editions. The, the mailbag by Brother Date. Boy, we're just jumping, we're just jumping right in there. Well, is it or is it not a mailbag? It edition? is. It is a mailbag edition. This is the good, the good, good stuff where we talk about fruit for twenty five minutes. Listen. First of all, there are some fruit questions. There so are. Expect a little bit of fruit talk. This is the only thing that excites our audience, apparently. So we should have done uh, one music episode and then a fruit episode, and that's just what the alter- the alternate schedule should be from now on. You know, normally, normally the way this show works is you have a lot of energy, yeah, and I just suck it right out of the podcast, <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I agree. But we did hit a topic where I have opinions. Mm-hmm. By the way, we'll get into it in like literally in like just like a couple couple minutes, but. I think I am the only person on the planet who's just like, you got a fruit? I'll eat it. I want it. Everyone else seems really <laughs> particular about which ones are the good ones and which ones are the bad ones. Huh. Well, yeah, I guess. I guess maybe maybe you're too easygoing in terms of fruit. I guess. I'm, I'm, uh, I got a lot of um, psychoses and opinions and OCD things, but um, just put a fruit in front of me. I will eat it. I, I was just thinking that I also have vegetable opinions, but, like, we probably want to space it out. Probably don't want to shoot vegetables right away. To get knock out all the produce right away. Nah, nah, yeah. nah, 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 nah. We're going to need something in episode 220-whatever. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. What a thought. <laughs> it's definitely happening. We have no what choice. What a thought that we'll only be two-thirds of the way through the Star Trek project when we hit that point. Yeah, it's not great. <clears throat> Hey, on February 8th, Shannon wrote in, at Brother Date, I was curious if either of you watched the Orville and what you think of it. No, Ryan brought this up at one point that he was watching it, and I had at that point not jumped in, and I still haven't. Again, not out of any particular mm, uh, disdain for it or anything. I I, I would watch it. It's just never moved to the top of the list, I guess. Yeah, um, I have a couple, couple of thoughts. So first of all, it's real clear from Family Guy that uh, Seth MacFarlane is a legitimate Star Trek fan. Mm-hmm. No one else would try to shoehorn DS9 references into their TV. Right. Yeah. So, um, I, and I have seen, I have at least seen commented that the Orville is kind of what people, people wanted Discovery to be, or like, oh, this is what Discovery could have been. Right, it's it like has uh, some of those Star Trek ideals. There is a feeling. There's a feeling that it has uh, at least some of the feeling of a Star Trek show. Right. Now, having said that, uh, I kind of feel like I've had an assful of Seth MacFarlane. Oh, for sure. Like uh, I haven't watched an episode of 
Jesus, Family Guy. Yep. In probably eight years now. Oh yeah, it's uh, like a, a a very very long time. I never really watched. I only watched a little bit of the Cleveland Show. I never really watched any of them. American Dad was that the name of it? Yeah. Well, I watched the first few seasons of American Dad and some of the Cleveland Show too. I also saw his Western. Oof. Uh, Western comedy. So I remember when uh, that came out. <clears throat> here's what I here's what I want from from Shannon and Ryan. I guess. Does he sing at any point? That was also my one of my worries. He does love his own voice. Because it's not a crazy idea that in a Star Trek like show someone could someone could indulge a weird passion like that. Like uh Picard riding a horse or Uh Picard sings in one and they mutiny. Yeah. Uh that's right, Picard does sing in the one where they mutiny. <laughs> One of the ones. One of the ones one of the where one, they one of the One of the mutiny episodes. Yeah. Um, so, you know, also it's his show. I just, <clears throat> I, what I want to know if he's ever like on a weird alien planet or in a weird holodeck and he does a bunch of standards yeah. because I can't handle it. Yeah, he thinks, and he's, that's, like, that's, thinks he's a that's crooner. That's the thing I'm afraid of more than anything. I agree. I'll watch off-brand science fiction. I remember Space Rangers. Good. You are the only one. There's sort only of. one person left on the planet who remembers Space Rangers. They had a shapeshifter with even worse visual effects than DS9. Didn't they have a guy with a robot arm? I think that feels right. Yeah, I think there was a robot arm guy, if I recall. Um, so let me know. Let me know if that has happened. Yeah, and, and then also, uh, help me finish Running Man so that I have time <laughs> to watch anything else. Yeah, hour and a half a pop and you're however many hundreds behind. <laughs> Uh, I am now under 300 episodes behind, oh, so all right, good. I'm probably sitting at a solid 420 hours of Running Man to catch up. You can knock that out now, in no they'll, time. Now, by the time I'm done with that, there will be another 50 Running Mans. That's but, the problem. You have to build in the projection, too. You have to be like, yeah. all right, they're going to keep making them. And I've slipped a little. We could talk about why that is, uh, oh. because I've I've gotten caught up in a sin. Uh, I am so excited we'll talk, about Running we'll Man stuff. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. But, um, well, let me just my add projection this. is still sometime in this summer. I think I will catch up. Let me just add this to the Seth MacFarlane thing. I, I am sick of him. I don't <laughs> want to hear him sing, but I I'm always willing to admit he's made me laugh many many times on Family Guy. Lots of times uh-huh. I've laughed. So it's it's not like I I think he's not funny. It's just it's, it it can it has been a bit much. Oh, and I don't like his face, and that's not based on anything. That is a pure prejudice about the way another human being looks. Sure, right. So it is not a value judgment at all. I don't like looking at his face, and I think it's in the eyebrows region is what's wrong with his face. Okay, I thought it was that he was maybe a little toothy, but okay. He's toothy also, yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, no, I think the, uh, the odds are that I probably will watch it at some point, but I also have never watched Discovery. Yeah, that's ongoing as well, so... Yeah, and I probably will have to watch that at some point, too. Yeah, Marjan and I watched season one. I might have talked about it on this show. I don't remember. But, yeah. We have not yet uh, jumped into season two. But don't worry. By the time I do watch it, I will be pretty up to date on all of the characters and factions, thanks to Star Trek Online. <laughs> oh, that's right. They they jumped into Discovery uh, in the fall, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, they just released uh, two more episodes okay. with Discovery characters in them. So well, that's fun. Happening. That's fun. Yeah. It's like when we, um, when it first came out, and we started getting all the spoilers on the. I don't know if you were playing it at that time on the mobile game. 
No, I think I had quit the mobile game okay. by that. I think you and I had both quit it, but then you picked it up again. I picked it up again randomly, like in a hotel, uh, with nothing to do, and oh, played yeah. it for and played it for like a month after that. <clears throat> yeah, you should pick up Pocket Camp. It's gotten better. Well, I picked it up again. Uh... Uh, no, again since since December, it's gotten better. <laughs> yeah, again. I picked it up again in the fall and dropped it again. It's now very easy to uh, meet all of your villagers' requests. Like okay. There's one interface where you can send gifts to all of them. You have to walk around. Okay, nice. Uh, on the 8th, Ben uh, wrote uh, at Brother Date, Honeydew for the win. So that's a fruit he likes. There's nothing wrong with a honeydew. That's nah, a good fruit. It's mm-hmm. a good melon. Well, there's There'll be more melon talk later. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, also on the 8th, you wrote, and this week you are the Blue Room. With a nice silhouette of Worf about yeah. to extinguish a candle with a duck tang. I'm glad you used the proper terminology. That is a duck tang. It's canon. <laughs> uh, you retweeted someone saying, they hacked Bezos' phone today. We aren't safe. This is worse than Peyton Manning being cut by <laughs> Okay, so the only reason I tweeted that is, who tweeted that? Who did I retweet on that? Tyron Matthew. Okay, so that's the honey Matthew? badger. He's the honey badger. He's a football player. And okay. football Twitter or basketball Twitter are both wild. Just wild places to live in. And uh, so well, this is his hot Twitter take. had the, the amazing blow up last year when it was revealed that that guy was running a bunch of sock puppet accounts. <laughs> so that he could criticize. Well, so that he it's could a defend. normal caller. <laughs> find a new take. The next story. Yeah. Find a new take. Yeah. So he could defend himself against fashion criticism. Yeah, from the people. Uh, yeah, so uh, basketball Twitter is the best Twitter because it has things like the time, um, uh, the time DeAndre Jordan, the time Shaq wrote, "Do do do da do da do 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 da." What song is this? <laughs> yep, that's a good one. Shaq oh. don't really count as basketball Twitter. He wasn't still playing basketball. No, I think people's favorite moments are the time DeAndre Jordan was trying to sign a contract with the Dallas Mavericks and the LA Clippers team came over, that was the team he was playing with before that, came over to his house and locked him in and took him (laughs) hostage so that he literally could not sign the Dallas Mavericks paperwork and Mark Cuban was driving around his neighborhood trying to get directions to his house. And everyone was just live updating on Twitter, like everyone in the neighborhood was posting to it, and all the all the LA Clippers who were holding DeAndre Jordan hostage were posting to it. And uh, he did not end up signing with the Mavericks because they kept him held hostage. <laughs> so he re-signed with the Clippers. It's crazy that that worked. Yep. And then uh, another one is uh, there was a, a time where there was almost a fight in the locker room, and all the NBA players and all the all the writers were live tweeting it. And that was another big night. So NBA Twitter is outrageous, but um, I just love that this guy's hot take uh, about uh, Bezos had a lot to do with what happened with Peyton Manning as well. Just mixing it up. Uh, By the way, a long time ago. Yes, many years ago. (laughs) So you can trust the Honey Badger if you want to follow him on Twitter. Uh... On the 8th, uh, Ryan wrote, At Brother Date, I did have new weaknesses. At first, I was pretending to be someone I was not. In parentheses, extroverted. So I was awkward in faking my confidence with other people. Hey, at least you could well, fake confidence. It. I couldn't even ever fake confidence. So, good job. Yeah. Well, it's nice that yeah, we're... It getting... ain't great. 
we're getting to a place where um where we can have some some real discussions through the mailbag yeah. on this show. Through the mailbag. Yeah. Courtesy yeah. of the mailbag. Also on the eighth though, Ryan writes, Don't you dare trash talk vinegary hot sauce. Oh. Well, I'm back out. It is trash though, son. I it's hate straight trash. Yeah, I hate that shit. That's not that's not the good stuff. I'll tell you this one I like is uh, El Yucateca. Ooh. Ooh. What color? Oh, uh, the green one. Okay. And Marjan loves the green stuff. Yeah, the green stuff is good as hell. Might be the same one. Let me look at the label here. It's extremely spicy. Yeah, I assume she likes this brand of hot sauces. Ooh. Now, see, I don't necessarily like the flavor on some of the green ones. Uh, this this green one is um, it's just red hot. The only one that I don't really like the flavor on is the kind of pale brown one that's like a roasted... Yeah, because it's habanero. all the nasty smoked one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's too smoky. That's the it's problem with all the habanero ones. Is like they're all or chipotle ones. Like they're all like. Um, well, chipotle for sure, because that is a smoked. Yeah, uh, it's a, that's a smoked pepper, and it's like yeah, I get it. <clears throat> it always comes out kind of sweet and smoky, and that's not my, that's not my game. No, I like the one that tastes like a like a chili pepper and is hot. Yep, that's why I like rubs that are just from ground up old chili peppers. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Go Chujong. Go Chujong. Traditionally, uh, and particularly when he had a broken nose and couldn't smell quite as well as everyone, mm. he was a big Tabasco guy. Put Tabasco on everything. Tabasco has its uses, so, but it's not. The fact that he likes vinegary hot sauces is not surprising to me. It's not as good as, um, yeah, mm, what's the other one? Tapatio. I love tap- Tapatio. Uh, Tapatio is my go-to of among sauces you will commonly find in a San Jose restaurant. Yes, Tapatio is uh, delicious. I like Tapatio. Let me let me put it this way: I like it better than Cholula. Okay, me too. Okay. Um, if you're staying away from that part of the world, where how do you compare Tapatio to Sriracha in terms of things you like to add to things? Uh, so personally, I like Sriracha a lot. Mm-hmm. I. This is weird. I kind of don't think of it as a hot sauce. I was gonna say it. Um, it's the exception to my rule about sweet things because it is pretty sweet. It's uh, but I find it's kind it of a delicious. It's kind of a chili pepper ketchup, mm-hmm. by which I mean it. It is not a tomato ketchup. It has no tomatoes in it. Right. But it's kind of a ketchup that's made with chili peppers instead. Mm-hmm. I love uh, it. I, I like it a lot. I will say that uh, four years ago, when it was on everything, all of a sudden, yeah. I, I did feel like, it, you know, kind of enough is enough. Sure. Now, having said that, f- four years ago when I was working at a place where, where lunch was basically always food trucks. Yeah. Uh, I had a lot of, like, sriracha tater tots that were real good. Oh, yeah. Look, if you're going to go crazy throwing your ingredient onto every new menu item or whatever, you can do worse than sriracha. Like, right now, you really can. ghost peppers everywhere, and it's like, okay, yeah. Talk about not I, talk about a less delicious pepper. That's that one. Not delicious. Oh yeah, you just ghost. You mess me with ghost peppers. I admire Here the does, heat. Not delicious. Here's the deal with sriracha. Don't adulterate it. I never need sriracha mayonnaise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if I wanted that, go ahead and put sriracha and mayonnaise on something. It'll mingle. Right. It, it knows how. At least then I could ask for it with extra sriracha. Do you know what I mean? If the ratio is wrong. Right. Yeah, so we always use the the cock sauce brand. 
because um, sure. that's what's yeah. readily available. But we were at um, we were at some kind of Thai market last month, and we bought well, another. Not only is it readily available, but it is the original. Um, some people claim there's another one that's the original, and we were actually looking for it at this Thai market, even though I think it's Vietnamese. Um, it is Vietnamese. It's a Southern California invention. Um, but they didn't have the one we were looking for, but we just got another random one, and uh, it is also very good. Just as good, I guess. I had a bottle that sat in a cupboard for a while, and I guess started to oxidize and turned a little bit brown. Okay. Uh... I still ate that whole bottle of sriracha, by the way. Yeah, I don't it was, believe it, it can... was. It was basically exactly the same. It, I, if anything, it kind of had developed a little more complex flavor. <laughs> now on, you're going to open it up and leave I'm it out. I'm going to dry age my <laughs> sriracha. <laughs> Why not? Shit. I mean, I don't think it can ever really go bad. It's, uh, uh, yeah, it's... I burned a hole in my esophagus. Is why not? It's it's the deliciousness. So now I have to take Pepsi oh, every yeah, day. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So I. I'm not uh, not eating hot sauces right now. I don't blame you, and I eat a lot less spicy food than I did even just a couple of years ago. Not not even because anything happened, because I didn't want anything to happen. I just, yeah. I, on my own, I just went, I'm going to cool it a little bit on this. Every menu item I get does not have to be the spiciest version or whatever. Yeah, no, I've just, I have reached the age when I now have to think, if I eat this, am I going to not have a good night's sleep? Yeah. It used to just be Carl's Jr. in the middle of the night. That was the right. only one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, while you were in California, did you ever have pepper plant? No. It is a Gilroy hot sauce. Okay. That has, first of all, it's not very, it's a little spicy, but it's not very spicy. But it also has, you know, garlic and onions and Ooh, other well, of course, Gilroy. Gilroy produce yeah. in it. It's real good okay i see it on amazon i'm gonna get some yeah if you're a if you're a like a hot sauce on eggs kind of guy this is the one you want because it's got other flavors in it i certainly could be a hot sauce on eggs kind of guy yeah i think we uh, katie and i discovered this one at the original pancake house and uh, right then we have generally kept it in stock well you know there's a few different ones but the original one's pretty good in case I'm running a restaurant or I'm a crazy person, I can get it in a half-gallon jug on Amazon. <laughs> there's also um, dry, there's a dry rub. There's a okay. dry spice uh, a version of it. Too. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Uh, also on the 8th, Ryan wrote, I'm with Matt on tomatoes, especially my homegrown ones. Store tomatoes uh, just don't compare anymore, even more so off-season. I believe so that. So this guy only likes his own tomatoes now. <laughs> well, if he can grow them, they're good for him. Yeah. They I seem to grow well in his backyard. I ain't going to grow them. I ain't, got, I ain't got a yard. I got like a weird deck. I guess I could put them in a pot. Yeah, you could but. do like a weird aeroponics tomatoes or something. But uh, I don't know. You guys got crazy weather there. Might not work out real good. Yeah, I don't know if this is good tomato place. Um, but I, uh, Marjan and I have definitely just gotten into buying a bunch of different kinds of tomatoes and snacking on those. So we are, we're tomato friendly here. Do you like, uh, do you put salt on them? Nah, olive oil? No. You just eat it, just eat a tomato? Just, I just gromp on them. They, Nature's uh, nasty gushers, the you, tomato? <laughs> they are juicy as shit. Um, yeah, sometimes, you know, cherry or, or plum tomatoes or whatever. Sometimes big fat ones. You know, whatever. We tomato it up. Uh, Ryan asks, how is Scottish poetry becoming the best part of the mailbag? Well, 
The mailbag well, is entirely submitted by you people. The effort part of the mailbag, for sure. If you have a problem with the quality of the mailbag, best look in a mirror. Woo! People. <laughs> I don't actually know what he said, but I'm into it, he writes. Yeah. I mean, it was interesting. Yeah. Uh, he also says he thinks most of your impressions are better than mine, and that's very fair. I have no talent for impressions. Well, I was the young one, so I had to, um, I had to seize attention. Yep, it's one of the many things I would not compete with you in. That bloody knuckles. How about um, sliding into a base like your John Jaha? Oh, definitely not. Pretty not sure. Interested. Pretty sure that gave me CTE. If nothing else did, <laughs> if none of the other one million things gave me CTE, that might have done it. None of the times you ran down the hall uh, and then ran your head into a wooden chair for just our a, amusement, I guess. Yes. Uh, the prospect of our amusement. Marshawn will tell you, I will still pull off a pretty well-executed pratfall on occasion. <laughs> the broad physical comedy was always my strength, I guess. Everyone finds a niche in their own families. Mm-hmm. And you were the clown, I guess. I was the Kwangsu of the family. <laughs> kind of. Short Kwangsu. Uh, you're a little bit cack-handed, like that time I was whipping an umbrella handle around <laughs> over my head, and it flew off my finger on the on the exact three-degree yes. angle that would lead it right to your head. Could have gone almost anywhere else, but it oh, just could've zeroed done so much. in. Could have broken a window or the TV. No, right into your head. Zeroed in on my forehead and gave me a nice little grape. Just grew, or that I time grew I a threw that box there. of Band-Aids and it did a fucking boomerang <laughs> in the air and swung around and hit you in the head from the front. Every every object in our house hit me in the head at least once. A phone fell off the back of the couch onto your head once. And yeah, one, yeah. Of your, one of your trophies went on my head. A trophy. Different You're time. a little cack-handed yes. in, that, in that regard. You are kind <laughs> and, of the Kwangsu of the family. Since, again, I live with Marjan, she has to vouch for all of this. She will also tell you that I remain cack-handed in every way. All of the things I do, I do badly, no matter how much thought I put into them or whatever. If there's two lines at the grocery store, I will pick one. It will be the slow line. If there's a a slow lane, I will change lanes. It will be the slower lane. It's just like, it's just what I do. Yep. I have some of that, but I I tend to not fret about it as much, too, which I think (laughs) is probably part of it. You're more ha I'm more of a... Well, I was going to say I'm more of a Jisuk Jin. Oh, yeah, he does. He is cat candid and is just... Where I'm just kind of like, well, this is sort of supposed to happen to me, though. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, uh, And finally, Ryan wrote, at Marjan, you don't have to answer that. Well, she didn't. Uh, Was it some kind of sex thing? Is that why? Was it a yeah, sex I, remark? maybe I told her to write in if she if her basement was presently <sighs> flooded about the about the poetry. I got it. Yeah, yeah about the poetry. <clears throat> I got it. Uh, and then on the fourteenth, Shannon wrote in back in September of twenty seventeen. So I guess this is about where she's caught up to in her old okay. lessons. You discussed mashed potato flakes. Okay, Ryan's secret favorite type of mashed potato, and what you called the fastest way to make mashed potatoes. Not a secret anymore. Uh, did I call them wet garbage? Because I don't like mashed potato flakes. They're not amazing. I only sort of like mashed potatoes. Like everything else, uh, well, like most things with potatoes, it's all about what you do with them. Right. Like, you gotta put some butter on mashed potatoes, and honestly, you might as well go all the way to gravy. Uh, yeah. Yes. Many people do. Uh, 
and but like but then the weird bad texture of mashed potato flakes and then like you'll hit a dry pocket (laughs) yeah you thought you mixed them real good but you didn't (sighs) right uh makes it it's just it's just nothing it's not a great experience just make rice just make and eat rice just make just get a bag of shells make make some pasta just make shells put butter on that it's better sure well yes it is better than Uh, those freeze-dried nasties she says the U.S. really needs to get on the frozen mashed potato wagon. Now, to me, that seems like a product that would take up a lot of freezer space. Yeah, because um, I'm just trying to think of like how many servings. Because the flakes you could... double in volume, right? right. Yeah. Do um, they come in a big tube, like a huge thing of ground beef you'd get at Costco, or? Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. one of those cookie dough tubes or a liverwurst. You know what I'm talking about. <clears throat> yeah, I guess I'll say we will never catch up to to the UK in terms of nasty old food. But <laughs> but like true. but we do okay for ourselves. Right? We have <laughs> frozen mashed potatoes. I have seen them many times. I I don't actually buy them because because why would I buy them? But I don't buy I flakes mean, either. So the only the only thing that I'm thinking of is do you mean like a twice baked potato? You know what I'm talking about. Hmm. There's really mashed potatoes, but it's in the skin of the potato. Oh right, yeah. No, I mean they it's definitely got paprika on there for no reason. They for sure have just like a like a microwave bowl, like a microwave safe bowl, full of some 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 mashed potatoes. But I wouldn't like buy a, them. Fuck. Maybe if it was sweet potatoes. They probably have that too. At least that's something. Somebody probably does. Yeah, I don't buy the flakes and I don't buy the frozen ones. And I I mean, I really don't buy any any potatoes that don't come in like a blue apron box or something. Yeah. <clears throat> or if it's a holiday and we are doing a cooking because we sometimes host holidays. The only I like French fries, and that's it, basically. Uh, and uh, sometimes just a classic potato chip, just a okay. Lay's potato chip. Uh, not a lot of flavor dust, just some salt. Just some, just put some salt on there. Not I mean, I'll the, do like, like um, I guess I'll do a kettle chip. Okay, those are crunchy, and, but no flavors but though. Nothing like a like a but barbecue it's the salt that I like. Yeah, it's a salt vehicle. Uh, no, very rarely. If I'm going to do anything, I'll do salt and vinegar. Because of the, the tanginess? The kind of mouth, yeah, I guess. mouth um, imploding? In terms of, of and I hardly ever eat chips. In terms of a flavored chip, I would be like a um, Tostitos Hint of Lime corn tortilla chip anyway. It is always just a hint, though, isn't it? I mean, it's a hint of lime plus a ton of salt. It's very salty. Yeah. Yeah. It's enough that your fingertips will hurt if you cut your nails too short. <laughs> that wasn't salt and vinegar? I thought it was salt and vinegar. It was a hint of lime. I don't I remember it was anymore. Hint of lime. <laughs> I did not get much sympathy from you about that. You should have known that that was going to happen. I honestly I didn't I wasn't even trying to elicit sympathy. I was just <laughs> stating a fact. You were just you were just complaining. <laughs> Yeah, just yeah, exactly. I just complained to hear my own voice. <laughs> Look, Twenty years ha- ago, now you were having a hard time. 
It's all right. It happens. Uh, and just this very day, Shannon wrote, regarding your very thorough fruit review. Yeah. How do you feel about kiwi? Love kiwi. I like the flavor, but they make my mouth go tingly. Somebody told me that means I'm allergic. Also, my mom refuses to buy them because my dad eats the skins and it freaks her out. <laughs> I mean, that is kind of weird. That That is weird. Does he know you're not supposed to? No, her, she must have told him that. He must have gotten used to it before he knew you weren't supposed to. Because surely, if you had done it once and then someone said, don't do it like that, you're not supposed to do it like that, you'd probably stop doing it. One time, the, the McElroy brothers told, told a story about the first time their dad went out to a sushi restaurant mm. and he ate the edamame pods and everything because <laughs> he didn't know any better because the sushi was new in West Virginia. God, I, it, it must still be kind of new. I bet it's still pretty exotic. Yeah. They got uh, they got Bojangles there. Do you know what? I, have you gone to a Bojangles? I have not personally been to a Bojangles. Marjan hasn't said it was pretty good. Um, uh, but I've, I've seen them uh, around. Well, J- Justin McElroy always tells the story that when their town of Huntington, West Virginia, got a new Bojangles, they had to put uh, they had to put up special traffic signs on the highway. <laughs> so that's 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 how he feels about West Virginia. Is that where Marshall is? Yes. Okay. They both went to both he and his wife went to Marshall. And uh, I think Griffin also. As with all American geography, I knew it because of college sports. Yeah. Uh, kiwi. I like kiwi. Yeah. Um, both the flavor and the texture. I love kiwi. Love it. Um, Was it Sarah who like had a tingly you, mouth thing? Sarah got a tingly mouth from kiwi. Okay. Uh, please refer back to episode 90-something, We Have a Sister. That's right. Uh, I do. It is one of those fruits that I feel like is trying to digest my mouth, so I never eat a lot of kiwi. For me, it's like passion fruit in that way. Yeah, for me, kiwi is the perfect exotic item in a mixed fruit fruit salad kind of deal. Like when you hit that piece of kiwi, you're gonna be like, "Oh, that's good." Yeah, you know, it's gonna be. I like kiwi. It's gonna be the least plentiful, so maybe you save it a little bit. You kind of eat around it. So right. that you can really go to town on it at the but, end. But uh, I don't go and like buy kiwis. I don't think I, I think it's been years since I last bought a kiwi in a store. Uh, just because it's like they're not big. So I I would feel like if I'm going to get this, if I'm, I'm going to eat one kiwi, I'm going to have to eat something else at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's too small to even be a real treat on its own. And so the preparation. So getting that skin off takes a knife. Yes. I can't hand peel it. And that means using an implement. And then that's when it ticks over the balance of work to pay off. (laughs) It ticks over, and so it's not worth it to me anymore to do it. It's like eating crawfish. Right. Yeah, oh, God, yeah. Delicious. So much fucking work just to get it all out of its fucking weird little tail or whatever. Like, nah, that's a lot of work. Yeah, and and I don't actually want to eat three kiwis, which I think is the amount that would make a nice little bowl of kiwi. Because right. at that point, I will be like, Ugh, my mouth feels weird now that I ate three of these. <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling all humans are at least a little bit allergic <laughs> to kiwi. Yeah, wa- yeah, I think kiwi is maybe not supposed to be eaten, but it accidentally it got sweet somehow. Yeah, as it, it did a biological whoopsie. It was not protecting itself well at that point. Um, So yeah, kiwi's good. I like kiwi. If someone else makes it for me, I'm into it. It's kind of yeah. like, it's, for me, it's like pomegranate. <laughs> Like, if someone else sure. makes it for me, I will eat it, for sure. 
Um, do you know, does uh, Marjan's dad have a pomegranate service? I mean, a kiwi service also. I've never heard of him doing that. Um, but you really should just stop by and drop hints about pomegranate. Man, Man, I love pomegranates. I just hate taking them apart. Whenever I try to do it, I end up accidentally squeezing one too hard and shooting the red juice over everything. And that is perhaps <laughs> the most staining substance on the planet. It stains it, everything. It, it really is a dye all on its own. Like, I did it one time in our kitchen in Mountain View, and just everything had that juice on it when I was done. And that was the last time. I never went back to try to hand whatever it, separate it, I guess. I've seen shit like you get a big-ass bowl of water. Yep, and that's what I was trying you to break, do. You break it all up in the water and the waxy shit, etc. But, no, you're no. right. If you fucking squish that bitch, yeah. your shirt is now red. It was not, it didn't seem easier than just doing it without water, for sure. Uh, I, I, like I said, I'll just pay the extra money and just get a cup of nothing but the arrows. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shannon also writes, my favorite fruit is pineapple. I can't stand any type of melon except for watermelon. Okay, see what I mean? People got lots of negative opinions about fruits. Yeah. But not you. I do love Is pineapple. there a fruit you don't like? What about a Bing cherry? Know. You know I love. I will eat a Bing cherry. Yeah, you. Oh, that, that's such a horseshit cherry. I know, but oh. I get it. But it's better than not having a cherry in my mouth. You know what I <laughs> All mean? Right. Like right I now, guess. I'd like to have a cherry in my mouth. I don't really care what kind. That's a uh, great depression thinking, but sure. <laughs> uh, what about? Uh, what, what that a Bing a cherry in your mouth fruit? is better than no cherry in your mouth? Yeah. What about a dragon fruit? Have you ever had a dragon fruit? Yeah, it's mostly kind of flavorless to me. Yeah, it doesn't but, taste like anything. Why would you fight with that fucker? But if someone's going to make it for me, I'll put it in my mouth. All day. All, right. All day, son. Um, I was going to say me, a rambutan, but I actually like rambutan, so. For me, it's like cucumber. Like, there's not a lot of flavor in a cucumber, but I like it. I will eat a cucumber all day. Because, like you heard... A cucumber in your mouth is better than no cucumber in your mouth. Now, do you like a standard cucumber or an English cucumber? Um, we tend to eat Persian cukes around here. Oh, them little Persian cukes are the, good. The little ones. Um, but I think you know the answer. Uh, an, an English cucumber in your mouth is better than no cucumber <laughs> in yes. your mouth. Okay, sure. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to have to say this it about is your every new fruit. mantra. Um, <laughs> I love pineapple. Like a lot. That's another one of those that's hard to eat a lot of, though, because of its acidity. Yeah, that's it goes my to town too. on you. But I, I love, I love pineapple. I love pineapple juice. I love all of it. When you're at, uh, oh, pineapple juice is amazing. Yeah, I don't drink a can of juice anymore because again, I'm 38, yeah, and I'll right. be like, this is. I know this is going to be bad for me. <laughs> yes, this is nothing but sugar for one thing. I, I was <laughs> at a Mexican grocery store two months ago and i did get and consume a can of pear nectar oh, i love nectar uh depending yeah. on the weather it can be a little bit warm if it's too warm i don't want it, the thickness of oh it, no but... yeah yeah yeah. This yeah. Was, again this was winter yeah. times <clears throat> but yeah if i but i do love those little cans of pineapple juice uh, they probably don't even make these anymore remember they used to just oh, have yeah. the foil pull off top oh yeah they probably don't do that anymore no, I they don't think they the, do that anymore. They probably have regular can tops now, but they're still six ounces or whatever. Yeah. Four ounces. Those, uh, those are, good. are good. Uh, speaking of nectars, I love apricot nectar. Shit is so fucking good. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, no, for sure. 
if uh, if I knew I was running a marathon tomorrow and it wouldn't matter, I would just I would chug a can of Kern's apricot nectar for sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. What did you say about it running a marathon? What's going on? Oh, it's just like I would need to get that sugar out of my body. Oh, okay. I couldn't. I'd have to have I'd have to have a plan for the sugar ahead of time. There's no I can't just let it sit there. I'll I die get it. tomorrow. You got it. It's all about planning at this at this yeah. stage of at this late stage of your life. You got Yeah, you gotta no, plan I, seriously, it I I'd, I'd be like, "Uh, it's after 3. I'm not not even going to bother. I'm not drinking a Kern's nectar." <laughs> uh, what about guava? How do you feel about guava? Uh, so fruit uh, or juice. So my wife is half Cuban. Ah, I see. So guava is more important to her than it ever was in our family. Mm. Uh, love the juice. Sure. Don't care so much for just the fruit. Okay. However, there are a series of guava and cream cheese desserts. Oh. That she is party to. Okay. And that is a real good combination. I want to get that all around my face area. Yeah, 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 yeah. How do Real I do good. that? Where do I go? What do I do? Uh, Just ask Katie? Yeah, Kate, maybe Katie <laughs> could figure it out <laughs> okay. for you. Hey, Katie, how do I get some of these guava and cream cheese desserts? I heard about these things about today. How do I get them? Apparently they're pretty good. Okay. Uh, she buys them sometimes and doesn't eat them, but just because they got a real good smell. Oh, okay. And and they are not shy about it. They give that smell up. You don't have to cut them open or do anything. You can just leave them in a bowl. That does sound nice. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I like a guava. Okay. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I love the guava juice. I love the guava fruit. I'm in on guava. All in. All right. Then we cover. We cover fruit again. That's yeah, been. That's been the fruit hour. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's only half a joke. We're thirty-seven minutes in. I'm James Blueberry Bullwinkle. This has been Fruit Hour. I like this new character. <laughs> he needs some more character characteristics, I'll but the name it. is strong. I'll it's a good start. It. I always start with the name. I work from there. Uh, okay. Uh, as uh, tra- is traditional after the. Uh, after the mailbag, we're going to play our latest missive from Body. Yeah, let's do it. So here it is. I'm sure there's fruit talk in this as well. Hi again to you both. I am uh, following up then from uh, the entertaining poetry of last week, which I hope didn't cause any marital troubles. Uh, from my Too that late. At best, think of it more of an audio sex toy if, if necessary you know, so he hopes it did lonely <laughs> he sounds, hopes it did cause that's, that's what it sounds uh, like I wanted to say about uh, the Burns night that you mentioned that you went to um, where you thought the haggis was kind of meh that's probably because America doesn't make the haggis and, and hasn't allowed the importance of proper Scottish haggis because of the use of organs in the in the meat mix and the organs really make the uh, make the flavour um, without them Mm, just, more not, organs, please. So that, that, that's probably why, uh, probably why that didn't come out quite as tasty as uh, as as it really is. Um, I don't think that Burns mentioned Anna Kendrick in the poem. Uh, it would have been really ahead of his time, even if he was literally ahead of his time. It would have been uh, magically ahead of his time. I think if he mentioned Anna Kendrick, uh, and 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 just in case you didn't 
look up what the poem was about. Yeah, you are right. As you intimated, it is about a woman. It's about uh, Burns sitting in church and noticing that one of the very rich ladies in the church had a head louse crawling about her hair. And therefore referencing, well, the rich and the poor ultimately do have the uh, do have the same problems sometimes. So um, that was the uh, that was the main thing I wanted to talk about. And as I'm not really into listening to music too much, I don't tend to uh, listen to your musical brackets. Uh, but so I didn't realize you did a games bracket after that. And 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 I thought I might um, contribute my own one, just as a, not not in the same way because I, I I just I just thought for a while and then and then wrote down the top twenty games for me. Uh, whether it's airable or, or, or just for your own... Well, let's hear all 20, then. No, please read all 20. With, uh, Super Mario Brothers as my uh, number one game. Then uh, GTA V, Mario Kart on the Wii, Neo Geo Turf Masters, Ooh. Street Fighter 2 Turbo on the SNES, Streets of Rage 2, Portal 2, Sensible Soccer, which... Probably didn't make it big over there. It was on the uh, Mega Drive, uh, which is the Genesis for you. Uh, Blades of Steel. Yeah. Championship Manager 3. Uh, the world's greatest interactive spreadsheet uh, about managing a football team. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Mega Man 2. Tetris. Doom. Lemmings. Parachute Game and Watch. The little handheld portable NES. Not Reminder that this is his top it, it 20. probably the first yeah. I've ever played, so got great nostalgic feelings for him. Uh, Star Wars TIE Fighter. Where in Time is Carmen Sandiego? Ooh! Clan good Conquer Red Alert. And st- the original StarCraft. Um, so that was where I ended up, uh, without making it into bracketology, just uh, just going for the best guess of whatever list I could uh, concoct. Anyway, as always... Thank you very much, and I look forward to hearing more entertainment podcasting. Thanks, guys. Bye. Well, you're going to get... Uh, uh, sorry, one more... Um, <laughs> which is that... Uh, Fooled us both. I agree wholeheartedly uh, with uh, Judah, I think it was, who, who mentioned um, the just sheer pleasure um, of, a, of an app. Uh, I think not, not only in the taste, I think there's something about the fact that somehow apples perfectly fit, and that they're smooth, and um, I think that really uh, there's a real uh, tactile enjoyment of just holding a good sized apple in your hand, and just like even just tossing it up and down and catching it. I think there's a real <coughs> genuine pleasure to be had in in, in that, uh, as well as then the ultimate eating of uh, those sweet, delicious apples. Thanks very much. That clip was fire. Oh, I, I I made me- I wrote down many notes during that. <laughs> um, real quick, we did talk about some of those games last week, including Tetris and Doom. Yes, and uh, not Super Mario Brothers, the original, but it'll come up at some point. Yeah, and we also talked about a Mario Kart, but not the Wii Mario Kart. No, uh, t- you've skipped over the best Mario Kart if you go right to the Wii because yeah. t- it was Double Dash. Double Dash was the best one. Uh. So many thoughts. Number one, I love how morally certain he is that you had the wrong Haggis and that <laughs> it's not just that Haggis is fucking oats in a stomach. <laughs> um, well, okay, but also, like, I would have been very surprised if I was getting the good Haggis, but sure. Yeah. He, he doesn't know what I ate. 
You don't know what I ate, Batty. Listen, here's what we'll do. The Matt and I will come to England. This is a promise. We're going to do this. All right. Podcast promise. We're going to come to your house in England. Then we're going to get to Scotland somehow. I think you have to ride a like a dragon. I think we could take the Hogwarts Express. Oh, right, probably. Right, 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 right. You don't know. You got it. I'm sure they've named one of their actual trains that, and it just goes to Scotland. <laughs> then we'll eat haggis, and then we'll and then Matt and I will look at each other and we'll go, and then we'll say out loud, "No, that was that was really good. I'm glad that we came here. <laughs> it was worth the trip just for this." <laughs> Number two is Burns considered ahead of his time literarily? I don't know. I, I I don't know. Or is he just considered that one poet that everybody knows about? Certainly, he, uh, he is a a number one, and everyone should what, start calling him that from now on. Was it groundbreaking to embrace Scottish vernacular, for instance? Probably not in Scotland. Well, I mean, maybe, though. Oh, okay. Anyway, we, we could talk about it, but, you know. I'm sure that there were are class distinctions and choosing to use uh, the vernacular. I mean, even today, there is such a thing as Scottish people Twitter. Yes. You, yes. Where so you mentioned it or someone mentioned it recently. Uh, probably me because I love it. <clears throat> okay. Uh, that's, your N- that's your NBA Twitter is Scottish people Twitter. Yeah. Well, someone curates it for me also. So oh, that helps. Good. Yeah. Uh, number three. Uh, in the story that you told, Burns was in church behind a lady, and he saw a head louse on her, and he didn't leave the church. I know. Like, it was a different the era. The old times was fucked, huh? It's a different era. You just sat there and went, I probably already got him. <laughs> no more time travel for me. It's right. Well, this is always the problem. Whenever any of these shows try to romanticize the past, I just go... I've seen photos of people from, like, the first photo times, like the 1800s, and they look fucking rough. <laughs> it is a rough time to be alive. I and mean, part of, it, part of it also was it took a full 40 seconds to take a picture, <laughs> and also, for some reason, uh, everyone, no one smiled in pictures, maybe because it took so long, but also maybe because getting your picture taken was kind of a solemn, serious affair. Yeah, they didn't have such as, uh, say, kimchi. They right, didn't have exactly. that yet. Um, but I just imagine... By the way, they don't say chisu. No, they don't say chisu. They, they don't say that. Um, but then I just imagine going even further back in time. And to me, it seems, it's if not linear, it's at least, it progresses pretty badly from there. Oh, yeah. I think, I figure, if you go back any further than um, newspapers, so like the Crimean War, any further back than that, it's yeah. just, forget it. It's just garbage. You're in garbage time. People now. smelled and it looked rad and everything was bad, so I wouldn't want to go back. If a traveler Sorry. has to bring news... Mm. <laughs> mm. Wait, what do you mean he's from out of town? How's that even possible? He must have Where'd so come many from? good stories. Our town doesn't have a map in it. Where'd he come from? Yeah, dude. Back then, everyone was that gross European that Janeway banged. Uh, uh, That sucks. That would suck. That was the whole world. Like, why, you're from out of town? Give me your stories. Note the fourth. Oh, yeah. Uh, We're growing uh, increasingly fond of you, and thank you very much for contributing, but you are officially untrustworthy. (laughs) Because you said you don't 
like music or you don't care about music. Yeah. And that is that's baffling. Yeah, the whole like just as a concept or something. Like uh um uh sounds that are arranged in uh in like a, a melodic way so as a to s- a sequence of pitches that evokes an emotional response. <laughs> not, not into it. it. Yeah, no, nah, that's not for me. Not for me. Never liked it. Don't like it. Keep it away from me. But you know what I love? I love a fucking apple. <laughs> I love a smooth. So fucking smooth. Just hand-sized apple. Dude, it fits right in your hand. Yep, you, know what, my... you, know, you know what else fits right in your hand? Oh, God. Boobs of Tell a certain me. size. <laughs> Apple-sized boobs? Apple-sized boobs. Smooth. You know the feeling of just, like, throwing a boob up and down, catching, uh-huh. a, boob, catching a boob in your hand. That's what I say. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hey, man, you want to go out tonight? I'm going to catch a boob. Shot, shining up a boob on your jacket. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we always appreciate the content. Uh, I was going to say, I never use the word louse. And I guess the, my reasoning has always been, if you see one, there's probably You know more. there's more. There's no such thing as one louse. I've always been very comfortable just saying lice, because there's going to be more than one. Or that country near Cambodia. Yeah, that's, it gets confusing for me. Yeah. And, and even the context sometimes is very tricky for people. Um, what do you think Turf Masters is? I know I, it's on the Neo Geo. I was like, is it golf? Are we talking about golf? Is this? I wondered if it might be golf. I don't know. Oh, I guess I could look it up. It's going to ruin the game, but Tur- Turf Masters Neo Geo. Oh, it's golf golf uh of course we did not get a game called sensible soccer (laughs) but it sounds it sounds appropriate first of all it sounds extremely english that sounds like the kind of of compliment that you would give to a soccer player that he played sensibly out there that's right also this is my traditional reminder that uh americans did not invent the word soccer yes 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 we just still use it we still use it we learned it from you guys if you're mad about it you shouldn't have given it to us you only have to look at the word soccer and I guess know that it's short for association football and yeah. then say, oh, an English person decided <laughs> yeah. that that should be called soccer. Yeah, most of the things that America's done wrong we learned from uh, from the British. So. Now, have we been slow to stop doing them? Yes. But also in this case, we invented a better game that we also called football. It yeah. would be crazy to stop talking about our football and start talking about this much worse game. I feel like you're inviting uh, our friend to send another audio clip uh, to challenge your notions about which game is better. Listen, and listen, that's fine. He's allowed to be wrong. Football's better. Football's a better game. Do you know why? Because there are formations. Because there is strategy in every play. Yeah. yeah because yeah. the plays are discrete. You don't gotta tell me, man. It's like um, it's like a it's like war. It's like you're playing war. And for some reason that does it for us. <laughs> it's like uh, I've watched I've watched plenty of soccer in yeah, my yeah, life. Yeah. You can't you can't not watch it. I, we try very hard not to watch it in America, but like I had to cover it professionally for many hundreds of hours. That's right. You you covered it for journalistic reasons. Mm-hmm. I've been in the tech industry for 15 years. Every World Cup, that's all that happens. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All mean, the people not from the Bay Area 
get into the World Cup in a big way, and all the cool white people from the Bay Area get into it way too much to play along. I've seen so much of it. It's true. It's not as good. Now, also, if you're mad, wait 50 years. American football won't be around anymore. That's right. It's it's going away. It's going to die. It's going away. It is... It's just, it's not tenable because no. people are damaging their brains a lot. Honestly, they only have to play like three games. <laughs> That's right. I was going to say, anyone who's already made it through high school, it's probably too late. You're already fucked. So, and like, it just keeps getting worse and worse. They're like, oh, yeah, we got to watch out for these big concussions. And then it's like, oh, yeah, no, it turns out just slamming into each other on the line 400 times yeah. is more than enough. Way more than enough. Although soccer football has some of the same issues because of the repeated the repetitive nature of heading a, a soccer ball. It turns out even heading a soccer ball is not yeah. good for your brain. Yeah. But they don't seem to be as worried about it. I think they're just ignoring it. I think people and yeah. uh, fans of that football are mostly like, yeah, who cares? Yeah. Well, they I don't know. Maybe they haven't had a big spate of... Uh, Dudes killing themselves at age 38 people or whatever. People killing themselves in their 30s, yeah. Driving a car off a cliff or whatever. <laughs> Oh, I shouldn't be laughing. Why am I laughing? They can just wait it out. If you want us to stop saying football. Yeah, it'll be over soon. About our football and start saying it about your football. Just just wait. Our football players may just end up playing your football anyway. It's fine. I I mean, I do want to know what are they going to play? Because these are some big, powerful dudes. And I kind of want to see them start playing baseball. Yeah, like the olden days. When good athletes used to play baseball. That's right. That would be nice. I'd like to see it, too. And then there will still be, because so much of baseball is so weird, there will still be big, fat, 45-year-old pitchers. Because they they have the arms that can do it especially, for some reason. Especially if they're a lefty. That's a job for life. Yep. If you're a left-handed specialist, you always have a job. They're not in shape now. I don't think that will ever change. No, even like right through the steroid era, still lots of big, fat guys. Oh, yeah. They were not all ripped. That's the main sport for seeing a big fat guy. I mean, there are bigger and fatter guys in football, but they're also way more in shape. I mean, Bartolo Colon must be like 45. He's still pitching. That guy's as fucking fat as a house. Well, I don't know. He looked... I always figured he was an age liar. (laughs) Because he looked about 50. He could be. When he was pretty new to the league. He could be. They're saying he's 45 in 271 days. But you're right. He could be 48. It, it could be 51. There's no way. Yeah. To know. There's <laughs> really no be. way to tell. Uh, you gotta. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't know enough about his background to say for sure he's an age liar. But I've seen human faces before. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's my whole evidence. They also tell a real bad lie that he's 285 pounds. Yeah. That. It, I've <laughs> no, seen. That is not true. I've seen this guy. <laughs> don't play with me. I know what 285 looks like. Yeah, this is garbage. Now, granted, when you put him in baseball pants, it looks worse. But <laughs> it's true. Yeah, baseball pants definitely add a lot of pounds. But he don't wear the tight style of baseball pants. Why would he? It would be a bad idea, probably. I don't know. Own it? To own it? That dude is going to be 46 this year. And he's just like, no, nah, I'm going to pitch. Like, why, why would I stop? I'm unsurprised. And then someone says, because your area was almost six last year. And he's like, so? Someone still wants me to pitch. Yeah, what are so, you going to do? Someone will fucking hire me. It doesn't matter. Someone's going to pay me. I'll keep doing it. Yeah. Uh, ERA uh, is earned earned run average. Championship manager three. ERP. I think I have uh, read a screenshot LP of this game, and you're right. It is basically a spreadsheet. And, I, have, uh, I, have, I like the idea. Uh, that is the closest I've ever come to playing a uh, 
uh, a football game. Yeah, none of the Fifas do it for me because I don't I don't like the sport enough to be like, yeah, I want to get down there and and play. But do I want to manage? Yeah, that's what the sim aspect of it is. What yes, you would want to do? I might want to do that. Uh, he had Knights of the Old Republic on there. This is where I confess my sin to you. Uh-oh. Uh Because I'm too stupid to fucking live, I have taken up another MMO. What's wrong and with it, you? And it is Star Wars The Old Republic. Wait, so how? I was listening to a podcast last week, Video Games Hot Dog. Yeah. And uh, the guy who... Uh, essentially started Kingdom of Loathing, right. uh, was talking about how someone got him back into the Old Republic. How long has uh, that been like, going on? Like, How old is that fucking game now? It's been around for years. And he said, and it's just, they have just fixed all of the issues with it. Uh-huh. And he, he and the thing he, gave, he said that got me into it was, so now it's just like KOTOR 3, 4, 5, and 6. Oh. And I was like, oh, I really liked Knights of the Old Republic. So that's why I've been watching only one Running Man a day instead of two for the last week. So you're actually putting time into this as opposed uh, to the, must have. the STO where you just check in and out. Well, yeah. When I started playing STO, I put time into it. Right. And so, you know, I'm early in, in the Old Republic. I'm, I think I'm like level 32. Hmm. Um, but, you know, that's probably 20 hours at least. I was going to say that's probably at least twice as many levels as I would ever attain. Yeah, I imagine. I imagine so. And um, I'm here to report that it does suck. <laughs> so they, it's they just fooled the, you. No, it's just an, it's an MMO, so the combat is no fun. Yeah. There's nothing fun about the minute-to-minute gameplay. That's my problem. It's just the lore and going around and et cetera and engaging in a huge big world. That's the only part that's interesting at all. And I don't hate Star Wars. Right. Um. <laughs> And I, I did like the Old Republic, and it is set in that same sort of version of Star Wars. Right. Knights of the Old Republic, rather. Uh, so, yeah, that that is... Uh, that's the dumb thing I've been doing. Well... And every time I fucking load up the two-factor authentication app to sign into my precious, precious Old Republic account, yep. I feel like this is so... I'm so dumb. I'm never going to get this time back. I think this really was a confession because I did not know anything about that. That no, had not yeah, come been... up offline. Well, I know enough about you to know that you would not enjoy it and would not play it with me. Man, anyway, I, so. don't, I don't care what how you spend your time. Yeah, just don't expect me to jump in. I, That's uh, the thing. I have no need. <laughs> no need to uh, to try that. Like, one. we're not going to start a clan and go around and do a bunch of missions and shit. I know that. No, we're not going to be lightsaber buddies this time. Not well, this we, time. I wouldn't want you. You'd have to be a different class anyway, because they. Well, Wait, what are you? Know. What kind of guy are you? Well, I'm a Jedi. I'm a yeah. Jedi Knight. I Jedi Sentinel, I guess. And uh, but like, so I can't. Do, I couldn't take you with me on my missions if you were also one of those. You'd have to be, you know, another Republic aligned character. Well, some kind of bad one without a lightsaber. Yeah, you could be like a smuggler or something, or a oh, those Republic are pretty soldier. cool. Smugglers are pretty cool because they shoot first, or not. I don't yeah, know. There may or may not. Sometimes it's kind of a Schrodinger's. <laughs> yes, draw. that's right. You'll learn about that soon in Korean, by the way, <laughs> your Korean lessons. Oh, is Schrodinger's cat coming up in yeah, Korean? I told you I had to learn how to say the cat exists and doesn't exist. <laughs> I was like, "Come on, guys, just stop <laughs> fucking with me." 
You know, you make the sentences so complicated. I'll never need to say them. Uh, yeah, I guess I should. I guess I should say that I I have been doing like an hour and a half of Duolingo every day. Also, so I guess that's also a full Running Man episode I could be doing. It's okay to smarten yourself up a bit, and you will definitely understand more random words on Running Man. Uh, you will yeah. not be able to sit there and listen to them talk and know what they're saying because they're no. speaking naturally, which is fast and full of things you don't know. But um, yeah. Yeah. every once in a while, you'll hear a word and go, hey, and you'll you'll lean over to maybe nobody and just go. I mean, you know what that means? <laughs> you know, so far, when I see uh, a list and it shows all their names, I now know who is who. That's true. Yeah, that's right. You can make out their names. I can I can read all their names. Yeah, when they are like when they're hunting for one of their name tags and they find it on like a desk or something in one. Yeah, of them. I know whose name tag it is. You know whose it is. Yeah. You know that Lee Kwang Soo is uh in Hanguk it's E. It's, it's yes. E. Kwang Soo. Stuff like that. Anyway. Well, uh <laughs> well, we're an hour into this. <laughs> Did you hear that? In my, I have Bartolo Colon's stupid, um, <laughs> I have his stupid baseball reference page up, and the ad just suddenly started playing. I'm glad you didn't hear it. Oh, I did not. Okay. Stupid website. Yeah, we are an hour into this thing. We should probably get to, let's, can we finish this uh, Mountain Goats? Yeah, we're going to close this one out. Let's knock uh, it out. You've played most of the clips you want to play. Yeah, I don't have uh, anything else. No one is no one's jumping in and played in the space with us on this one. We might as well just close it out. Mm-hmm. So we are uh, we're at the third round here. Are you going to play your little intro? Oh yeah, should huh? Do it. Mountain goats bracket. It's not scientific. Uh uh. Do it. That, of course, is from the song Mole. Off of. Mm, the Sunset Tree, We Shall All Be Healed. I don't remember. Didn't they make, got too many not records. One these, not one of these 32. Um, so, uh, closing out the blue division. Yeah, lead eight. Let's do it. We, we have... Chapeau de uh, Bon Jovi. Chapeau de Bon Jovi, which I guess uh, we should say it's... Uh, since this is the last week we'll be doing this... It's actually called Chanson de Bon Chose. Eh. Song of the Good Thing. Good. <laughs> That's good. Uh versus uh Shelved. Right. Um Alright, so for Chapeau, I think I've said over the last couple of weeks, it's a good composition. I want a better arrangement. I look forward to the day when I get a better arrangement. It's definitely gonna happen, right? Uh you know he doesn't really tend to go back. I You'd don't... have to see him live, well, I think. I'm gonna hold out hope. I think it could happen. Um, he lives in North Carolina. They must play Nashville. Everyone plays Nashville. That's yeah. like the good thing about being here is that if you like an act, if you wait just a little bit, they will come to town because there's nothing but nothing but demand for live music. Um, for Shelved, my, my least favorite thing about the song is the lyrics, but luckily that's also what I weigh the least when I'm evaluating a song. As I've talked about many times, when I listen to the K-Paps, I try my best not to know what the lyrics are. And it's much easier, and I think that's why I enjoy Korean pop music more than American pop music, where I can't help but understand what they're saying and be angry. Um, but anyway. 
Now that's something that's going to go away if you keep doing Duolingo. You'll eventually pick up <laughs> more true. and more of it. Luckily, I think a, they they talk in enough uh, slang and idioms and stuff that it might still be hard for me. But yeah, yeah I'm at exa- I'm exactly at the point in Duolingo where I'm starting to think, how do you write songs in Korean? Because the last thing in every sentence is the <laughs> verb ending that indicates the mood of the sentence. Yeah. And it's like, doesn't well, everything rhyme by default? I get the feeling I get the feeling that writing songs in Korean is a lot like writing them in English, where it's not necessarily how you would say a thing in real life. Yeah, it must you must have to twist some shit around because yeah. otherwise everything ends in AO or Anmida. <laughs> yeah, something da. Right. Or uh or or maybe something Mika if it's a question and you're like, well sure. Yeah. So everything sort of rhymes. It's kind of a by cheat. Default. It's kind of like how in French you suddenly pronounce all of the silent E's when you sing. So, uh, like, uh, 50% of words end in uh. <laughs> Right. That's what I remember from the Asterisk versus Caesar uh, <laughs> ending song. <laughs> it's a lot of uh, I don't know any of the words to that. Anyway, um, Shelve does I some... Didn't speak, I didn't speak Belgian French when that movie came out but now you're right you're on top of the the belgique well you're on top i would probably that. understand more of it if i could stand to watch that again anyway shelved does some fun stuff with guitar effects it has some fun 80s bass and drums it's the winner in this uh in this contest shelved winner on. of the blue bracket is shelved from goths yes in the green bracket we have uh no children probably would be the fan favorite mm-hmm. if uh any Mountain Goats fans listen to this podcast. Uh, Apparently versus, they don't because we never get any feedback. Versus Age of Kings. So unlike in the first matchup, having the better arrangement wasn't enough for this one. Uh, Age of Kings, I felt, had the better arrangement. It's actually superior to No Children in a lot of ways, except that it, to me it f- it fails to fully clear the bar of of avoiding being just background music. Like, it doesn't okay. go to a big enough place at any point to get my attention. Extremely atmospheric, for sure. Yeah. Um, but I would say that it's the best one eliminated so far. I would happily have this on a playlist. So Okay. Um, but yeah, for me, it's No Children Keeps Winning, I think mainly due to the strong chorus and some of that connecting tissue in the song that I've already played clips for the last couple of weeks. So It is, uh, I think it is genuinely the most beloved Mountain Goat song. So you are... Well, then I'm not going to offend anyone with I that. I may as well. just I'm just going to call myself your average Mountain Goats fan. That's right. You like the average Mountain Goats fan. You love all the weird rarities from the boombox days. <laughs> That's my jam. I always talk about and that. Second favorite song is Going to Georgia, a song that didn't even make the cut for me. <laughs> but it does contain the line, the most remarkable thing about you standing in the doorway is that it's you and that you're standing in the doorway. So I figure that's my that's you, you know that's for would me. Definitely love that song. I love all that fun lyrics. In the red division, we have uh, fire editorial versus no, I can't. I think you accurately predicted that this would be my least favorite bracket, yeah. the red bracket, and it was. Um, boy, there's so much symbol in the beginning of this fire editorial. It is so jazzy. It's very jazzy. <laughs> it's extremely jazzy. Yeah. Um, but again, I really enjoy some of the later bits where it breaks down and then builds back up and it goes to some places. Um, no, I can't. Again, looking for a re-release on this one. 
I think it's a good composition, but I think you're asked to go to a a place, go to a real, go on an audio journey if you want to enjoy is a, it. Is no, I can't. Now I have everything I need. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it has. There's a good chord change in this yes. song that every time it comes back in, I'm like, oh, this is good. That's why it made the list. Yeah. Is I don't just disagree. Like a minor chord in half of the verse changes to a major chord in the chorus, and it's it's good. But uh, like you said, you want to hear the good version of this. Yeah, yeah. Instead I think, of the let's call it the Rolling Stones version. Yeah, I think this one specifically suffers the most because I think it is a really good song, and it's just. It's hard. It's a tough listen. So it's uh, Fire Editorial wins again. No real surprise there. Uh, then down in the yellow bracket, we have uh, Damn These Vampires mm-hmm. and uh, a song that you've been enjoying so far, Southwood Plantation Road. Yeah, man. Let the good times roll. The fun factor wins again. It's um, it's uh, I'm calling it SPR now. SPR wins. Um, Damn These Vampires is a good song, but it hasn't captured my heart in the same way. All right. Moving on then to the final four, we have the Teal Conference. Yeah. Where we have the blue winner shelved going up against the green division winner, No Children. Yeah. Uh, Again, uh, Johnny Mountain Goats over here is going to pick No Children. Um, I like shelved a lot. I'm not sure if I like it as much as Age of Kings. I think Age of Kings is still the the uh, one so I liked most uh, that I've eliminated so far. Bad bad bracket luck. Age, yeah, if Age of Kings. Age of Kings would have beaten Shelved if it had been up against it instead of uh, Chapeau de Bon Jovi. Yeah, it's like when Duke has a couple more losses than they're supposed to when they get matched up with Kentucky in an earlier round. And you're like, well, what are you going to do? They should have won those games if they wanted a better seed. You know, It's like yep, that. that happens. Age of Kings didn't win enough games is what I'm saying. Okay. I think I get it. You make so, your own luck, you know? No Jesus. children is going on to the final. Yeah. Shelved is going to go into the consolation match. That's correct. In the orange conference, we have the red winner, Fire Editorial. Right. And the yellow division winner, SPR, Southwood Plantation Road. Yeah. Uh, like I was just saying, I think not only was the red bracket the weakest bracket, I think Fire Editorial was the weakest one to come out of its bracket. So... Um, while I enjoy things about it, it also has some weaknesses. The fact that it sounds like King of Casino, <laughs> it's not, I mean, well, it's fun, but it's not like, it's, it's fun for you, but you don't want to listen to King of Casino OST. No, I'm not going to put it on my life. iPod. I already would have done it <laughs> if I wanted to do it. It's true. Um, you could have done that. So I, I, I actually do like the song, but it's, um, for me, the weird, the weird fun of SPR still continues there. I guess they're the Cinderella of this. So, uh, with Southwood Plantation Road going on to the final and Fire Editorial dropping to the consolation match, yeah, uh, there's a little bit of a reversal because early on it looked like you definitely were going to uh, like the conceptual songs the best. Okay. Most of their early matches were won, uh, that they were in were won by conceptual mm-hmm. era songs. Um, whereas... <clears throat> Southwood Plantation Road and No Children are both from the Deep Indie record Tallahassee. Ah, uh, so the final is from one record. That's kind of amazing. It's like when two SEC teams play for the championship. Yeah, out of the 
I don't know, probably 18 or so records that were made it represented this. in this bracket. Yeah. And you picked one from 2002, 2004. Did you tell me that people your, generally consider matchup. that to be the best one, the best record? Uh, no, uh, that oh, was right. that's okay. the first record that the Never early fans don't like. They can eat because it's the, it's the first studio record. Thank God they they found they randomly came across a studio. Yeah, he, he found was one like, in the swamps in Florida. He was wandering right. around. He was parched, and he like wandered inside to see if they had such as an RC cola machine or something. And they're like, oh, no, this is like a music studio. And he's like, what's that? And they said, this is where you like, you put on a headphones and you go into a little booth and you play a music. Oh, uh, it's like, like a boom box you stand in? He's like, oh, it's one of the big boom boxes that I've seen on TV. And they're like, well, I don't know what that means. But yeah, it's like that. And then he laid all the tracks down. Do you want me to cross down. the road outside barefoot? That's the only thing I know about studios. <laughs> so thank God he found it. Really? Uh, the consolation match for third place. Let's do it. Is it going to be shelved or fire editorial? It's it's shelved. I, I, like I said, fire editorial, I think, had the most weakness. But does I do like it. It's a good song. I would say when all is said and done, there are probably eight to ten songs that I would throw on a playlist at this point. Um, but shelved, shelved gets the third place. And uh, and then the big match is between No Children and Southwood Plantation Road. And this is where the good times stop rolling. Because <laughs> No Children is the winner on this one. For me, it's... Um, I think I knew a couple of weeks ago when it was stuck in my head for like 48 hours or whatever. That it was... Uh, it had noodled its... Wormed its way into my noodle? Noodled its way into my worm, I think I'm going to say. It noodled its way into my big old brain worm. I'm going to be and, honest, I kind of don't like either of those formulations. And uh, it wanged me real good. And now that's my favorite Mountain Goat song. So it's the winner. Well, uh, I want to thank you for your incredible patience. You uh, must again. have listened to so many hours of the Mountain Goats to do this. I want to thank you for putting this together because now I have new songs in my playlist. Uh, but check back with me in a few months and see if I have uh, gone back to dig in. I'm probably going to take a break, but then I'm at some point my curiosity will take over, I assume. I think that's perfectly understandable. Uh, how, how much can you listen to in a row? Plus, um, plus the Luna record just came out today, so I'm going to be... I know it's only six songs, so I'm going to be jamming on that for a while. Now, this was news to me. Uh, Not that you were excited about the Luna comeback, because you've been sending me teasers and theories about the teasers. You're right, 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 right. And so on uh, for the last three months. But uh, I didn't realize that you actually bought and listened to the records. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm 100% in. There are two K-pop groups with good discographies. One is Red Velvet. And the other is Luna. Um, if you make some quality pat music, I will listen to it. For sure. Uh, and if you if it comes along with deep universe building, then all the better. Yeah, I assumed that was the main draw for you. No, it's always the music. I'm here for the music. I'm not body. I'm here for the music. And there are actually a lot of apples in Luna videos, so... 
If that is true. Maybe Barry should check those out. <laughs> and I'm sure they're treated as relatively satisfying. Uh, oh, they always look pretty happy. Is to the apple a magic fruit for someone that allows them to visit Eden? Um, it's actually the fruit that gets you kicked out of Eden. I, I think you knew this. Okay. You bite that apple. That's the ba- you shouldn't do that unless you want to oh, okay. leave. They want to leave. Oh, that's so. symbolic. They want to leave, so it's fine that they do it. But um, yeah, no. Uh, what did it for me was that I liked the songs. I think you remember I was we were I was keeping you up to date on all the new summer releases. Yes. Uh, last year, summer of 2018. And uh, by keeping you up to date, it was just sending you a link and going, this one sucks too. <laughs> just of every K-pop group, because everyone was scheduled to come back in that like two and a half months or whatever. And it was just nothing but garbage. And I was going, well, it's all garbage. Turns out I was right. It's all garbage. Uh, and then uh, Favorite by Luna came out and I was like, oh, this is actually like, this is some fucking B-boy shit right here. This the one that this the one that slaps. That is the video with the least lore. It has no universe building in it. But then I jumped into some of their other stuff, and I was like, "Oh shit!" They're like, they got a whole universe. It's, they live. They live in a giant Mobius loop, and there's three levels of like consciousness, and the girls are all split up amongst them, and they got all these backstories, and each girl had an individual record come out before their big comeback, and there was all this shit to dive into right away, and their discography was already huge because they'd already had 12 individual comebacks and a bunch of different group comebacks and stuff. So, um, so this was the first Luna comeback I was actually anticipating and it's shit slaps, dude. It's all just bangers on this thing. Yeah. Now I'm waiting for subtitles so that I know what they're talking about. I think the main one has subtitles already. The, you the butterflies got butterfly subtitles has, there already? has subtitles and they probably already aligned distribution videos, which I know you're also interested in. Uh, I'm I'm as interested in the concept of line distribution videos. I find uh, fandom to that degree exciting. Yes, but uh, and that is what you get in K-pop because following K-pop is like following pro wrestling back in the day. Yes, you can. You, there's nothing but content because let's face it, they're slaves. Yeah, they are slaves of the industry and of their agencies, and they are forced to go on like four music shows a week and do all these variety shows and have people kick them on the beach or whatever. <laughs> I mean. And it does happen. And so you have nothing but content. You're just, you're totally full up to the brim. So you get these weird super nerds who will go on the internet and, and make crazy videos and stuff. Um, when I think the videos are up, I will link you to um, Satellite and Curiosity, which are uh, my favorites of the B-sides on the new record. Well, you know that I will watch them. Uh, all right, next week we are not doing anything. No, I have uh, some work travel at the beginning of the week. You have some work travel at the end of this week, so... And I'm sick, uh, people. And you're, and you're sick. So, Ben, if you're listening, you have uh, an extra week to watch The Ultimate Computer. Okay. Booby Trap. One. That's also a good one. Meridian. I don't, I don't remember it. Oh, I remember that one. No, it's not a good one. It's not a good Deep Space Nine. It's not. It's not a good one. They're not going to notch number fourteen next next week. You don't think? I don't think it's going to be a win. I could be surprised. I don't think it's a winner. Uh, macrocosm. Nope. No idea. And anomaly. I have a pretty good idea about that one based on the title. Well, we know that they're in an area of space that is full of anomalies. So I'm guessing one of them's going to gonna mess up some stuff by the way you said if ben's listening these are the episodes this will be a good test to see if he's listening 
Oh, if he submits his notes a <laughs> week early? sends them in on Monday night or whatever <laughs> next week. <laughs> well, no, he doesn't listen. Uh, well, now, he wrote in to say that he liked Honeydew. Oh, that's true. For, this, was, for this mailbag. He was, so, yeah, okay, he definitely got in on the fruit talk. Can you imagine doing this fucking thing and not even listening? Uh, I mean, okay, I can imagine not listening to the Star Trek ones, I guess. Yeah. The fun on that might be just having your opinion out there, not necessarily listening to three hours of recap or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although we did a tight two and a half last week. Crushed it. If the episodes are bad, sometimes we don't talk about them. It's, sometimes it's hard. Although sometimes we spend an hour talking about Voyager every week. Sometimes yeah. every time. Well, it's just, it's just, they're just making one bad decision after another, and it's like... Yeah, it's not the boring type of bad where you're just like, I don't know, it wasn't very good. It's yeah. the kind where you can very easily pinpoint every moment that they have done a fuck-up. Yep. That's what you should watch, uh, although again, we will be taking next week off for... Uh, reasons. Reasons. Work and illness reasons. So enjoy, everybody. Thanks for uh, listening. Send us mail at BrotherDate on the Twitter. Uh, you can find uh, brotherdate.com, all that stuff, and we'll see you on the flip side. It fits right in your hand. Yep, you, know what, my... you, know, you know what else fits right in your hand? Oh, God. Boobs of Tell a certain me. size. <laughs> Apple sized boobs? Apple sized boobs. Please subscribe.